Today's show, we're going to get into a topic that is very near and dear to us, and you're going to notice the entire thing and how it's played out. It's called tribal influence and how to create your tribal influence. So listen closely. Good details. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley. Hi, I'm Brian. And I am Ed. And this is the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. Today's show, we're talking about tribal influence, how to build that tribe, how to create that tribe. But a lot of you are the listeners already kind of know this because you've already seen it happen through our closed Facebook page. If you're not a part of that, I'm going to tell you right now, right off the bat, you need to go be a part of the closed Facebook page. Go to Facebook, the search bar, type in 101 Influence. When you come to that page, there's a blue button that says visit group. Answer our questions, join the group, and then you can start being a part of what we consider to be our tribe of influencers. And I'll tell you, by the comments that are on there and the, the things that people are saying total, overall, it is a great tribe to be a part of. Wouldn't you say so, Ed? I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with uh, being a part of the tribe. I'm glad that you brought me along on this journey. And man, as as the release date got closer, I was getting so super excited about the whole thing. So yeah, no, I, I love being a part of this tribe and I like to see it uh, continue to grow. Yeah, now we're in episode 10. Um of the show, it's definitely a different feeling, and you know the, these episodes have been coming out weekly. Uh, but what I what I really like to point out before we get too far into the the whole idea of building or creating our own tribal influences, you know, when you look at our our tribe that we've built, or we didn't just build it, we've had assistance with um, on the closed Facebook page, there is a dynamic group of people there. We're talking people from all aspects of life. And I will tell you, it just feels great because there's people there that they give insight from, from many years of experience. And then others who are very new to life in a sense, because they're young and the comments are just, they're from one range to another. And you just learn so much from them. It's just, it's, it's a great feeling. I can tell you that. Yeah, I agree. I like the idea that we, we had with, uh, one of our recent little posts where we're, you know, we're talking about maybe possibly turning into an episode. I like that idea. I uh, have been really harping on the um, interaction piece. I love it. And it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, I've actually had some friend requests and I'm like, Oh, who do we have in common? And I look and it's uh, you and your wonderful wife. And I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. I'm just ex- expanding my sphere of influence and my tribe. Oh yeah, definitely. So let's get right into the show. Let's start talking about it. Let's start talking about how we create our tribal influence. Right off the bat, we know what influencers are. We've talked about it many times. But do we really know what a tribe is? Let me go ahead and give you a definition, and then we're going to talk about it. A group of persons forming a community with a common occupation, interest, or habit. So just link that to our tribe of influencers. What do you got to say about that, Ed? I would say that we have quite the big tribe uh, in our occupation. That's what I would say. But um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. When you very first talked to me about this, I kind of went a different direction with the term uh, a tribe. I really only associate with my family at that point. And then as we've discussed it and as we've moved along, I've been like, oh, so again, you've, you've, you've maybe learned something here in my ripe old age of 21. Um, You've had an influence. What do we call that again? Lifelong learning. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you taught an old dog new tricks. Absolutely. So, hey, before we get into this, because we, we got six points on how to create a tribal influence. But before we get into it, you brought up something very cool. You said you related to your family. It's funny. Right now, you are wearing a shirt, a special T-shirt. Tell us about it, Ed. So I'm going to give you a kind of a little backstory to it. Uh, my siblings and I, we had a, a disagreement, whatever, and we had a bit of a falling out. And then we went through a rough patch. Well, I only have two siblings. I have a sister, Dawn. I have my brother, Tony. When we repaired that rough patch, we started having what was called the Thanksgiving throwdown, uh, where we got together 
and we would have Thanksgiving dinner. And because of my career, a lot of times they would travel to me. My brother and sister have driven to New York and they've driven to Kentucky and, you know, to, to spend Thanksgiving. And we've invited some other people into our little Thanksgiving tribe. Uh, but one of the traditions that we started was we have shirts made every year with a saying on the back and uh, something on the front, usually a picture or something. Um, and even when you're not there. So one year my sister was deployed. She wasn't there, but we still got a shirt for her. This year I wasn't able to make it for the first time. I still got the shirt. So the one I'm wearing, when you see this on our YouTube channel later, this is from 2016. And what it is is it's uh, the baby pictures of my brother, sister, and I, separate baby pictures. I would be the black and white colored sepia colored one. And then on the back, it just has a, uh, it has a saying and basically it says we were innocent once and we do this every year. So while I'm podcasting, I've decided that I'm going to go through my closet and these are the shirts that I will conduct my podcast in so that I can represent my tribe, my siblings who I love and they have had a huge impact on me and I'm actually going to interview them at some point. That's awesome. It's that's a wonderful tribe to be a part of. And I'll tell you right now, uh, Don and Charles, I know you're listening because you are two of Ed's biggest fans. Um, I want to be invited to one of these Thanksgivings, okay? My question to you, Ed, though, is this. Does everyone get this T-shirt or is it just, is it, uh, just the three of you? So we, we only have the three siblings. There's a few things. So we all share eggnog. Uh, only the three siblings drink eggnog while we make the turkey. Nobody else. And we usually sit in the yard and we, we really just have a discussion, which is what I want to do with the podcast. Uh, so we have a few things that we do. Now, my wife has – she had uh, Tervises made with her and my sister-in-law's pictures on them uh, a couple years ago, and they, they shared that. But, yeah, no, only the siblings do the shirts, the three siblings. Oh, that's kind of sad because I wanted one. All right, well, you know what I smell <laughs> cooking there? Ed, do you know what I smell cooking right now? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I don't – because you're are you coming home next year for Thanksgiving? Uh, no, next year they're actually traveling to Germany next year and they're going to be here for about Uh-oh. two weeks each. Uh oh, I know what I smell cooking. <laughs> mm, does it smell good? Listeners, can you smell it too? It's called the Sibling Thanksgiving Special. Oh, that so th- that's the idea. I do have an idea and I've already spoken. I have to get them to control their language first, though, because they're not as good at it as me. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the time, by the time we do this record, we do the recording for that one or you all do, uh, what we'll do is I'll get a little beep button. So, I mean, <laughs> you're going to wear, you know, uh, but no, you're going to wear it out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, so no, we'll, we'll plan it out. Obviously this is, this is a February episode. Uh, it won't be released until February. So we have plenty of time to plan it out. I think it'll be a great one because then people get to see the internal side of a, a, a unique tribe. But with that, that's what this show is about today. We're talking about tribal influence and how you create your own tribal influence. We're going to go over six key points to creating tribal influence. All right. So let's start off right off the bat. Number one, number one, know the point of having the tribe and what the tribe represents. This means there needs to be a vision of the tribe. So let's go ahead and let's let's look at it. And we're going to look at all these as if we're talking about our closed Facebook page. What is the vision of our closed Facebook page? It's to create a community of influencers who influence others and they want to grow that community. That's what it is. So the funny thing is, is we have three questions uh, when you go to join it. Some people don't answer. Some people do. We prefer they answer it. Um, but we understand sometimes people don't want to, you know, give certain answers, but that's okay. What we're getting to the point is, is when you answer those questions, you're almost giving us insight into why you want to be a part of this tribe or this group we call the instinctive influencers. Um, so having a reason or a point of that represents that tribe, that's the most important thing. So you think about earlier, I talked about the definition, occupation as soldiers, uh, we have a tribe. It is huge. The big green machine, they call it. Uh, interests. Ed and I both are big time cyclists. Well, we're not big time. Literally, we are 
amateur. Yeah, we're definitely not big time. Yeah, you take you take the <laughs> you take the level of amateur, and then you go down like five more levels down. That's us. Okay, <laughs> uh, but but we're a part of that. That's a that's an interest, and we have there's a tribe out there. It's funny how we've all we've both met those who cycle also. Now we may not be at their caliber or anything, but we share that interest, and we're a part of that tribe or habit. Habit is this: what we're doing, this show that you're a part of, every one of you, being an influencer, creating that habit of influencing others. What do you got, Ed? Yeah, um, I agree. I agree with all that. Like, those are some excellent examples. For habit, too, it just really popped in my mind. So I'm part of that uh, Jocko 430 club. And isn't that a tribe? So Jocko has this thing where he'll have you, he says, hey, you could Twitter pick, send me a Twitter pick of your watch at 430 in the morning to let me know you're getting after it. And it's a whole thing. Like he gets tons of 4:30 a.m. pictures, and I'm part of that that tribe because I get up at 4:30 to get to that gym. And guess what? The gym's not empty. So is that another tribe, Brian, in the gym at five in the morning? Uh, I would consider it sort of a tribe, definitely, because that's that's uh, interest and habit. Um, and maybe and maybe that's the thing is you know. Let me ask you this. So when you go to the gym, say at that time in the morning, do you interact with others or are you more on your own? I don't interact because uh, there's nothing more aggravating to me in the gym than the talkers. Uh, a lot of people, though, you, you'll you notice, even when you see people who you're like, they're clearly working out together, they really don't speak. They get what they got to get done, done, and they get after it and, you know, here and there stuff. But, but you know, you get the head nod. I, I, I'll walk to the water fountain and give the head nod or, or somebody will give me the head nod. You might get a good morning here and there, but yeah. Oh, so you do have interaction then? I, I would say, yeah, I guess there's some nonverbal. I, I was thinking verbal, but there's some nonverbal interaction. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. that You want a bench. Somebody's on it. Hey, are you using that bench? That's a current, that, So yeah, I would definitely consider that to be a, a sort of a tribe. Now, is it a close tribe? No. And that's where we're gonna we're gonna really look at is there's the difference between oh, so you have you have the tribe of types of people that you 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 share that commonality with, but there's the close-knit ones and then the not so close ones. So for instance, that group of people that you may work out with at the same time in the morning, they probably wouldn't have your back on something because they don't quite know you, you know. But if you create you created a more of a relationship, which we're going to get into that, that's part of this whole creating the tribe thing is a relationship, uh, then you will definitely have a closer tribe. And that's the point. But right off the bat, we got to have that vision, that vision of what the tribe represents. Number two, find others with the same desire. Find others with the same desire. Use multiple forms of communication uh, and platforms, which could be, you know, the platform is key. That's what I will tell you. You know, this is accomplished basically by reaching out. You have to reach out to others. But how do you do that? Well, here's the answer. Social media is a great platform. Excellent. We've been doing it now for a while, haven't we? Absolutely. And there's tons of pages for every kind of occupation, interest, habit, uh, particular gyms. And you can get on there and say, hey, is somebody going, uh, you know, for cycling? Is somebody going for a ride today? Strava, uh Strava is an excellent one for that. Um, Facebook, there's different cycling groups. So, yeah, I would absolutely agree that social media is an amazing tool for this. Yeah, and that's and that's just for the – like you just – you mentioned the workout tribes. I'm, well, let's think about – so we have our Instinctive Influencer tribe. Um, that's just giving advice to each other or just creating discussion. Um, I have an allergy called Alpha Gal. I'm actually part of a group on there that's the Alpha Gal Kitchen and whatnot. And that's basically because we're all allergic to red meat because we were bitten by a tick. And that's that's just another tribe. But we share information and a share a commonality, a common bond. Um, you know, another another very good platform to build upon to create this tribe is what you and I are doing right now create a podcast, you know, creating podcasts is a big way to reach out to people and to get them, you know, kind of get them under that umbrella of your tribe. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that's actually a really good one too, because, you know, a lot of people are like, well, aren't you making a podcast? Listen, I don't care if you create a podcast that's about influence, because then I had an influence to get you to do that. And you were kind of like in the same tribe. Uh, there's room for podcasts of the same topic. But if you get out there and you you get going and it, and it's it's super easy. It's easier for me than it was for Brian. Brian did a lot of the legwork, but it's easy, 
and it's very interactive and uh you know people want to hear what you have to say so yeah i think podcast is an interesting one that i didn't think of yeah that and to me that's one of those nice ones too and there's so many resources out there if people were getting interested in doing something like that but remember that's just one other way there's so many ways you you create groups through interaction and that's what's key let's move to number three though number three um you learn from one another you mentioned it earlier ed what do we what is a key part of learning from one another lifelong learning love it (laughs) exactly (laughs) so lifelong learning uh this builds the roles and relationships within you when you learn from each other a tribe has to have roles within it all right so you you know for instance let's think about um let's think about a native american tribe for instance and and i'm I'm not trying to say that that's what we are or anything because we're not but in comparison think about it there's a leader of that tribe all right there's those who develop those who are investors those who are guides organizers and then community members there has to be roles within a tribe to allow the tribe to flourish if there is no leader there's no direction um but you can have more than one role within these types of tribes. The tribe, like for instance, the instinctive influencer tribe. I'm telling you right now, Ed and I each share a role in leading, but other people can be leaders too within it. They can start a conversation just as well as we can. Um, so it's funny how we can interchange those roles. Um, Ed gives, maybe he gives a message this week of a discussion post, and then next week I give it. Then if he gives it, I follow into that developer and the guide role or the organizer role and the same, you know, and so on and so forth. If you have leaders, you'll have a direction, but then what are developers? Well, I can tell you developers are those who get involved in the conversation to help create and induce more, more information, more to learn from. What are investors? Investors are those who have found that this is an important piece and that they want to, they basically want to share it because they feel like that that their investment within their tribe is so important that others can be a part of it. So they invest in others. Guides. A guide is those of you, like, for instance, let's say we have a new member, right? Um, a new member comes in and maybe let, let's just use the instinctive influencer tribe. Maybe Ed and I, we weren't able to like maybe welcome them or do something. That's somebody else that comes over and takes that role real quick. And they say, hey, welcome to the group. We're happy to have you. These are some of the uh, the rules and stuff. Hey, please make sure you get a part of our discussion, blah, blah, blah. That helps. They're guiding those new members to do uh, what it is instinctive influencers do. Uh, we, I'm going to hit two more. The organizer, organizers is one of those. Organizers. Uh, let's say, you know, down the road, Ann and I, we've, we've got some plans um, to want to create group events wherever we are, you know, I don't know, you know, what they will be yet, but we're still looking at it. Um, but let me think about, let me talk about this. When I think about organizers is for instance, uh, Ed, you talk about Jocko and I do too. Yeah. What's a muster. What's a muster with Jocko. The muster is his, I think it's a yearly event where he has, and he has firefighters, EMTs, military, and they all come together and it's like a leadership development uh, training opportunity that they do. And I'm actually hoping to one day attend myself. But uh, yeah, it's something he does with his company Echelon Front and with some of his other partners. And, and that's what it is, is leadership development. So Absolutely. And that's it, exactly what it is. Um, and they actually are now holding multiple ones a year. Uh, I think they're doing one actually in Japan or something this year coming up. They actually have, if you go online, uh, check out, uh, you know, the uh, Echelon Front website and check out for their musters. We get nothing from this. We're not like advocating, advocating for them because we get a kickback. We don't. We're not affiliated with them. We just want to share the information so others can be a part of something great. Um, but so where I was going with that is go ahead. Yeah. So I kind of think of it like this too. So we're in the podcast tribe, right? Yes. And Jocko's in a podcast tribe. So why can't we say, Hey, you know, you should check out Jocko's podcast or whatever your favorite podcast is, because we're just helping somebody in our tribe. It's so about not being selfish and being like, well, these are my, this is my audience. 
All right. If you put out a good product, your audience is going to be your audience. But why not give them something else to listen to? Maybe they hear something that they could bring back to us to help us with developing influencers and developing ourselves as influencers. Yeah, I, that's a I mean, that's a great point. I mean, you know, and that's that, that's the problem is often people think, well, if I if I send somebody over here, this other place, I'm going to lose them. No, you're not going to lose them. You've just created a false multiplier. You have just basically included them in something else. And it's funny that you brought that up about growing that tribe. That's actually going to, we're going to talk about that with step number five. With that, what I was getting at with the organizers though, do you think Jocko and Leaf are actually the ones who completely organize their muster, Ed? No, I'm sure they have other uh, assets within Echelon Front that probably uh, organize those. Absolutely correct. And they do because they have a whole team of people that build their organization like that. And that's that's the whole point. So that's another role within the tribe that helps that tribe grow or to become stronger together. Uh, and then the other role, there's one more role. It's called the community member. That's all the members within that. Everyone is a community member, whether you're the leader, the developer, investor, the guide, or the organizer. Everyone is a part of that, that particular role of being a community member. The key thing to remember about this, though, with the tribes is relationships are built through honest, upfront, and real conversations. So relationships. How would you build a relationship possibly in a tribe, you think, Ed? So we'll just use my current situation. I just got here and I kind of, uh, the military has taught us, we kind of start off in an observer mode and then we kind of inch ourselves into the fold of things. And then we start like trying to, uh, have our, let our influence, you know, show our influence. And that's what I've been doing over the past couple months, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, is, is just that like to ease into a position and then spread your your influence and your sphere of influence and you know uh we had one uh soldier this week get some bad news about uh their attempted retirement and you know i was like okay so got it your retirement got denied but let's talk about why don't you take this opportunity because they got to wait like nine months to submit why don't you take this opportunity to look for ways to to beef up your resume to improve yourself so that when those nine months pass you're ready to go and you're ready to get out and you're better prepared than you are now. So those are things I wouldn't have said like the first couple of weeks I was in that, that section. It's something that I developed over time and that within the tribe. Absolutely. And that's the whole thing though. I, I really liked how you brought in there of when you're coming into it, you don't automatically uh, just start making changes. You took, you said reception mode. And that is, that is very key about being a part of a new tribe. You want to, you want to be able to receive what's going on around you so you understand before you start doing things that are taboo maybe or that are just frowned upon because not everyone's going to accept it right off the bat if you have something that you want to change. Um, being a part of a tribe is important to know the roles and responsibilities within that. Um, so let's move on. We're going to move to step four. Step four, very important, very key. Be consistent in the group message or vision and create an environment of constructive feedback that supports the tribe. Constructive feedback that supports the tribe. How do we do that? Well, I'm going to tell you, first thing I noticed about that, it's not the feedback. That be consistent in the, gr in the group message and vision. I think that's actually very, very important. It could almost be one by itself. Oh, yeah. And the reason I say that is I, if my group has got a vision to grow the Instinctive Influencers podcast and grow our Facebook group page, right? Well, if I'm not participating as one of the, um, I don't know what we call ourselves, artists, one of, the, <laughs> one of the podcasters, if I'm not participating in these discussions in these groups, then am I really being consistent in the message and the vision of the group? Am I supporting the group? No. So I have to get on there. I'm going to tell you, I don't get on social media as often as I used to. I have since we've been getting closer to launch because I want to support the group message and vision. I don't want it to be like, well, only Brian's ever on the group. I want to be like, hey, there's instinctive Ed and he's got something to say. 
All right, and whether they agree or disagree, but that's to me. I think that first piece could almost be number seven all by itself. Oh yeah, no, you're absolutely correct. And and you know, you know, beating, building that constructive feedback, it allows it allows the group to grow. But where you were going with that is like, I have to take part in it. Yes, we have to take. You have to be a part. If you're going to be in the tribe, you have to take part in the tribe. And that's why we're challenging others to partake in the conversations the discussions we we bring them up each week and we talk about them each week and sometimes they have to do with what the podcast is going on and sometimes they don't it's to grow the group the podcast is just another platform to talk about the community that we're growing um it's funny uh i never i wasn't very much on uh social media either before i mean i have accounts in all the different areas um and i was doing I want to say it was that first week that I started really promoting or my side of it to try to promote the show. And my wife says, and she says, she's like, wow, you're really, you're really stepping up your A game on the social media thing. I said, honey, you haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's that all in attitude. It really is. And, you know, being consistent with the group message and the vision, if you have an all in an ownership style um, of, of thought process, you're going to most likely give constructive feedback. You know, uh, some of those comments that you've read recently, I mean, aren't they just, I mean, they're mind-blowing at times, aren't they? Yeah, so I, I wanted to say something about the comments. The comments are really interesting, and I'm going to tell you those two dudes in the first post that we worked with, two guys that we worked with, and I was like, wow, these dudes, it kind of wasn't absolutely what I expected from them, from working with them. And I was like, these dudes, these are really good comments. And I actually met, told them, hey, great comment. Like, they were super supportive. Um, the other thing is, so we, oh, yeah. we may say something and we may ask you something on the comment, you know, to comment on. And maybe you're not comfortable with that topic. Okay. So I told Brian, and, and full disclosure, I wasn't super to- uh, comfortable with this topic way back when we first started talking about it, back in the late summer or so. Um but, but now I am. But if you're not comfortable, okay, you don't have to necessarily post into the comment section of whatever that we're asking, but read the discussion because reading that discussion, it might give you some insight and it might be, make you have that aha moment. And you may then be like, oh, now I understand. Maybe you weren't comfortable and now you are. So read the comments at least. Uh, we're, there's not going to be a whole bunch of crazy comments. We're going to make sure we keep that pretty cleaned up. But you could learn from somebody else by reading the comments. So I encourage you to do that. Yeah, I, you know, and that's a that's a great point. If somebody's not feel doesn't feel comfortable with something or, or they want to get clarification, I will tell you right now, if there's two people that are very – consistent in our attitudes towards helping others that's me that's ed and i and i would tell you if at any time you read one of the comments and you're just you're not feeling it or you you like more clarification reach out to us in a in a personal message uh use the messenger app or whatever and allow us i mean obviously give us some time to get back to you because we could be out of the area or whatever or we not have our phone on us but we are more than happy to help you within a, this tribe because if there's anything we want out of this is to create that tribal community of instinctive influencers all right so be be cognizant of that i i will tell you more times than none we're uh we're trying to do such a thing you know so one of the key things you know with being uh supportive of the group is having a code of conduct to kind of set boundaries one of our ways is when you do join the group there we have some specific rules you know one of the key ones is be nice i mean there's no need to be hateful um and I think in any tribe, you know, obviously you have to have constructive feedback that helps people grow and it may upset them, but there's never a reason, especially in a tribe, when you're building a tribe to allow people to be um, vulgar, uh, inappropriate, or just hurtful in any manner. What do you think, Ed? Yeah, I agree. Constructive feedback helps. That other stuff is going to shut somebody down. It'll shut me down. Or it's going to fire me up, one or the other. But that other stuff doesn't help. Don't attack somebody. Help build them up. What do you have to lose by building up another person and and having an influence on them and helping them? So constructive feedback, I think it's it's super important in life and uh, on our Facebook page and within a tribe, it's important. 
Yeah. And it's funny that you said it. What do you have to lose? I would definitely take, like, say, if you fill the bowl, let's see, we have two bowls. One's what I have to lose and what I have to gain. I think when you give good constructive feedback within a group that is uh, kind in nature and trying to uh, reach an, you know, an element of I want to really help them, your bowl of what I get is going to fill up a lot faster than what you're going to lose. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're showing your, your humility and be able to help somebody else out. You're showing your kindness. You're, you're building the tribe from within and not from without. Uh, I mean, so really it just comes down to that. And, you know, and thinking about that, it reminds me last show, we talked about, you know, different air, different principles and whatnot. And one of them was talking about the good and the bad to punish, you know, praise and punish the, you know, rewards and discipline. Standards of rewards and discipline have to be upheld by all to be able to help support the tribe. So let's say, for instance, let's say uh, we get an assignment out there or we, we throw out a task and the group's, you know, making comments. And all of a sudden I decide to be a smart aleck and I put a real negative comment just because I happen to run the page or, 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 or maybe I'm a part of the podcast or anything. Doesn't mean somebody couldn't check my, check me. You know, I expect, I expect Ed to check me when I'm out of line, just like I guarantee you he expects the same thing. Everyone should be held accountable for their actions. And that's the whole point about our tribe. If you're not held accountable within that tribe, maybe you're the gatherer. Maybe you're the, the, um, you're the one who does the cooking. Maybe you're the leader. If you can't do that and be held accountable for those, well, the tribe starts to collapse. And that's what we don't want. Yeah, no, I definitely will check you just so that you know. And so will um, my my spouse. Just so you know. But <laughs> <laughs> support. It's just, I mean, we want this thing to grow. So, you know, um, one of the things I've noticed while we've been doing the promo stuff, and I, I talked to you a little bit about it is, man. My, my brother has had a huge impact because he's added people to the tribe. He's encouraged them to share the, you know, share the, the podcast and he's helping the tribe to grow. He's getting it to, to grow. Um, and I get messages from his friends that are like, when's the first episode again? All right. Watch the videos, but it's here. Here's when the first episode, two episodes will be released. And, uh, so yeah, that, so that's a different role, right? Like he, here he is, you know, he doesn't feel obligated to listen to the podcast because I'm his brother. He's genuinely interested on how to improve uh, his influence. And I will tell you that this summer I was there and he was talking to me, and, you know, where he works at. Uh, in the future, he's hoping to move into some kind of supervisory management role, right? And he says to me, what book? would you rep, rep, recommend? So my sister and I go with him and uh, our, our spouse, my spouse and his spouse. And we go to Barnes and Nobles. No, not Barnes and Nobles. Bam. Books a million. We go to books a million. And uh, so I buy him. Bam. I, yeah. Bam. I buy him extreme ownership and my sister buys him the dichotomy of leadership. And we hand it to him on the way out the, out the store. And again, you know, we, we don't get royalties from these guys, but we're walking out the store and we hand it to them. We, they're my siblings. We hit them in the chest from both sides with the books. <laughs> and <laughs> We told them, if you honestly sit down and you read this and then you read it again, this will help you when it's time for you to be a supervisor. Oh yeah. That's, that was, I mean, that's great, man. I'm glad to hear that. That's, and you know, it's funny. We talked about that being your little, your, your family tribe. And look what you're doing. You're growing it. You're growing it through knowledge and lifelong learning. You know, he asked for help. You helped him. It wasn't instead he asked for help. And you guys gave him snide comments about, oh, you should figure it out on your own. You're, you know, obviously you're an idiot because you don't know. No, 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 no. That's not how a tribe happens. A tribe is supportive and we help those who are in need if if they ask for it. And sometimes even if they don't ask for it, we make comments here and there. We we kind of, we kind of nudge them along to help them become better. And man, I just love that. That's a great idea. Uh, those books, I will make sure I link those in the show notes. Uh, like always, um, obviously they've been in the show notes on previous episodes, but what we like to make sure is if we do talk about something like a certain book or a certain website or anything that you have a chance. So make sure you look in the show notes. If you hadn't already got it before, great books. I would tell you, 
I'm much like Ed. I like to find the cheap stuff somewhere else. So if I don't find on Amazon cheap, then I go, I go to, uh, our wonderful place called McKay's, which I was just there the other day. Ed, I was thinking about you. Um, but we go there and yeah, see, he's chuckling cause he misses it. I know he does, yeah. but, uh, yeah, that's, that's amazing, man. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, but we have to be held accountable within our tribe to allow the tribe to grow and flourish, which leads me to number five. The fifth point is entice all members to help the tribe grow. Now, Ed just brought up a great point. His brother has been trying to help this tribe grow. Every one of us have to do our part. If you're a first-time listener to this show and you're just like, you know what, this is really good. I like what they have to say. I, I Maybe I listened to the last episode or whatever. I would tell you, go be a part of our Facebook page. We talk about it multiple times. Type in 101 Influence in your search bar. Go to that page. Click on visit group, answer the questions, and become a part of it. Because the podcast is just part of it, and that's not how we grow. We, we grow, we try to have the podcast to help it grow, but really the point is to create a, a community, a tribe of instinctive influencers. The power in numbers and influence is the strongest we can have. That's If we have more numbers, we become a bigger group, a larger tribe, we cover more ground. We cover more uh, areas of influence. We cover more knowledge base. So we teach each other, and then it just grows and grows, and it turns into this massive beast, you know. Uh, so entice all members within when you're trying to create this tribe, whatever you're trying to do, entice them all to help grow the tribe. All right. What do you got, Ed? What do you think? Yeah. No. So you think about when we do our our videos, and if everybody thinks back to the videos when we were uh, promoing and getting ready for the launch, right? What do we tell you to do? Like the Facebook page, share the Facebook page, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends about the podcast, right? Because that's us, us trying to get the members of our tribe, that's you, to help help this thing grow, help the tribe grow. Because the more people that we get involved and into our tribe and get them involved in the discussions, the richer the discussion is, the more we can learn from one another and the bigger the uh, the audience is and our sphere of influence as a group and or as a tribe. I don't want to say group. As a tribe, our sphere of influence is huge now because, you know, we've spread it. So I think we had, I don't know, I haven't looked at the numbers, but we had just over 100 members. So, okay, well, 100 members. And if everyone of them tells two people, right? All right. So we're just spreading the love. And you think about it like that and, and how we can influence other people. So like the page, share the page, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast. And that, that's going to help our uh, instinctive influencers drive quite a bit. Absolutely. And you know what? You may think, well, wonder what they're getting out of this. Ed, uh, let me ask you this. How big is your instinctive influencer podcast check this week? I get a check. I get a check. You didn't send me a check. There's no check. There's no check. So this actually started as your idea. And then I got on board. And man, I'm telling you, it has very quickly became a uh, of interest of mine, a passion of mine. Uh, I would say it's a new hobby for me. I enjoy this. I actually read the book Podcasting for Dummies <laughs> <laughs> to try to get some ideas on how to help this thing grow. I'm not in for, for the financial thing. I'm getting ready to retire in a few years. I, I'm financially, I'm okay. Um, so it's not a finance thing. It's a, I like helping soldiers. And now this gives me an outlet to be able to help people and I love learning from others. So this gives me an outlet to feed my need to be a lifelong learner. Absolutely. And that's the whole point. What I was bringing up there is, so we want to grow this tribe. We're not wanting to grow this tribe because, you know, we get a kickback or anything. We get nothing from it except for the, the feeling. That's what we're getting. I, I apologize. We do get something. We get a feeling of that we're growing something great with your help and what you do. So it's every person. Let's just look at it this way. Look at the number we have for members right now that are involved. What if every person grew by one more by inviting some one other person and got them to grow? We would double overnight. That's your mission. You 
as a listener, grow the tribe by one more today. You grow by one more today, and then tomorrow or next week, grow by one more again. Then what happens? Within a two-week period, we could have triple what we have today. That's where we're trying to go with this is we have to grow the tribe to create a better tribe. I would love to learn from more people, people in the civilian business sector, people in the civilian education sector, which, by the way, uh, I would tell you, top 10 teaching, uh, Derek Crabtree, he has been a big-time supporter of us, and I would love to see his tribe grow also because he's a part of our tribe, but also his tribe of being great teachers, love it. And that's what we're trying to do. We try to create not only our tribe, but other tribes. We need to help him grow his tribe too. I actually was thinking about looking at that because, you know, I want to be a teacher after I retire. So I was thinking about listening to that podcast and checking that out. So top 10, like T-E-N-N, right? Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10, T-E-N-N. Yep. Top 10 teaching. It's run by Derek Crabtree. He's got some really good interviews on there. Um, it's funny, um, over the past – this past year's Thanksgiving, last year, uh, 2018 Thanksgiving, uh, he and I, we sat there and we just talked. I bet you we talked for an hour or two hours on just about all this stuff and what we're doing. And he was very, very supportive right out the gate. He's like, oh, yeah, hey, I'll, I want to share. He even he texted me on the side. He's like, hey, do you mind if I share uh, what your message is in your group with people within my group? I'm like, uh, yeah, and I will share what you're doing because we want to grow that tribe. And so that's a great point. If you haven't gone to check out top 10 teaching, I'm going to put it in a link below. Uh, that way you can, you know, check his stuff out. If you're into that teaching thing, now you may listen to it and be like, well, this isn't me. That's okay. We don't mind. Uh, but we want to do is we want to try to help others. And that's a part of building a tribe. All right. So let's move on. We're going to get to our sixth and final point about, you know, tribal influence and creating a tribal influence. All tribes have a common, common, enemy all tribes have a common enemy the enemy of the instinctive influencer tribe is silence laziness bullying procrastination and then being entitled what do you think ed well i, well, I know one of them is my enemy for sure and that's procrastination because i'm really bad about <laughs> i'm bad about procrastination i have gotten better but i am pretty bad about uh procrastination yeah I, so common enemy i love the common enemy uh idea and um, I'll tell you, I, I had a, a first sergeant who he believed in the common enemy. He believed in it and he wanted to embrace being the common enemy. I think I talked about it in our um, influencers podcast. He wanted to be the common enemy. And, and you know, I'm not even going to share the story. You had to go back and listen to that episode if you haven't heard it. But uh, he he thought that as the first sergeant, as, as the top non-commissioned officer in the in a company, it was his job to be the common enemy of those below him and not an enemy like, Oh, they want to assassinate him, But like, you know, like the story I told just something to motivate them and push that tribe to more success. And that's what he prescribed to. And that's actually probably one of the first times I heard something uh, common enemy and it used in a positive way. Absolutely. Yeah. Having a common, well, and that's the thing is, is, all have to, and that's if you're a, a tribal leader or you're developing any, any role within a tribe, you have to have identified the common enemy. If you have not identified it, then you are going to get attacked by that common enemy at some point. And I want to, let's, let's, uh, I want to hit upon each one of our common enemies uh, within the instinctive influencer tribe. So we're going to start right off with silence. Silence as a common enemy to our tribe. By not speaking, by not communicating, we no longer learn how to influence one another or influence others through the lifelong learning that we've created. What do you think about silence as our common enemy, Ed? Yeah, silence. Uh, we can't have a conversation with silence. I can't learn from you with silence. You can't let me know that you're frustrated with silence. Uh, if you've ever had a disagreement with your, your spouse and it goes to silence, that doesn't fix the issue. Because it's still going to be there when the silence is finally broken. All you're doing is prolonging it with that silence. Now, yeah, got it. Sometimes you need to cool down. But silence is just its such a bad thing for a tribe. It, it, you know, so when I talked about my brother and sister in the Thanksgiving thing, I'll, I'll take you back. Like, when we weren't, when we hit our rough patch, like, we didn't speak. Like, it was, we would not talk to each other, all three of us. So that silence made it fester and get worse, and it made it last longer until finally one of us said, all right, this is enough. We're siblings, 
and we fixed it. So that silence, it can be, it can be dangerous. Oh, wow. That's definitely it. And you know, silence, it could be both sides too. Um, silence when something bad has happened creates it worse or silence when something good has happened. We didn't praise someone. We didn't communicate. Hey, great job. You know, I can't believe you did this. Uh, I love what you're doing. I'm sh- I, I send you comments like when you say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this for the show. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. If I just left it quiet, what would your reaction to be uh, if I just didn't reply to you, Ed? I wouldn't be sure. I'd be like, well, am I going the wrong way with this? Am I not understanding what our what our vision is? You know, um, effective praise builds win streaks. Effective praise builds win streaks. That is absolutely a fact. Yes, I will definitely put that in the comments in the show notes because that is a very, very good uh, quote to have effective praise builds winning streaks. You said winning streaks, correct? Yeah, or win streaks. Okay, all right, definitely. So silence—that's one of our enemies. Second enemy: laziness. Laziness within our tribe falls right along the lines of silence because sometimes we are silent because we're lazy, or or let's say we get feedback. And we're taught how to do something or we're taught a new method on how to implement something, but we don't do it. What we've just done was we basically pushed the good to the side or the, the fix to the side and allowed the, uh, the action to continue to take place when we could have actually stepped our game up and actually uh, made a, a fix but laziness will creep into us and it will just stop us. What do you say about laziness? Yeah, laziness is another it's another good one because I mean laziness might stop you from you know, there could be something negative happening in your tribe and laziness might prevent you from making a correction and now you've got this this thing in your tribe and it's festering and deteriorating your tribe because you allowed it to happen so if you're at work and somebody's making inappropriate comments about a co-worker be it male or female and you're just like i just i don't even feel like dealing with that and you let it go then when it gets worse and worse and it escalates you got a part of that fault too because you're lazy too lazy to stop it at the bottom at, you know, at the source. So yeah, laziness, another one. Uh, these are excellent. Like these are really good points. Yeah. Well, th- um, and you know, what? I like to, where I like to pinpoint laziness also is so for instance, when we were doing the promotions for, um, for this podcast and we were, we were doing a lot of videos and we were doing a lot of postings. I mean, we were posting all the time. If we didn't do all those things, I could tell you right now, we wouldn't have the, the follower, the, the listening, the listeners and the followers we have now. I would put money on that. Oh, yeah, I would guarantee because you got to get promotion is everything, right? Yeah, I, I, I absolutely believe that. Like, if we're not running, we're too lazy to do the promotions, then maybe we weren't serious enough about what we wanted to accomplish, what, what our vision for this podcast was. And so we're like, eh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you, there's some challenges. Like, you get up early or I stay up late. There's challenges to it. But at the end of the day, we, Pull pull up our bootstraps and we get in there and we do what we need to do to help our tribe and so I I think that that's a yeah that's an excellent point yeah um so I would I want to I want to give a I'm gonna do an Ethan Weber quote real quick <laughs> you're fired no no I'm not fired this time uh, I say to him hey buddy when life gets tough he says make it tougher <laughs> and I'm like I love that I'm I'm gonna get a T-shirt that says it's gonna say when life gets tough make it tougher Ethan Weber I guarantee it. I'll send you one. <laughs> and put it like the quote, put it like the quote at the bottom, you know, put his name at the bottom. Like when you do a quote, <laughs> that's going to be an instinctive influencer t-shirt one day. You watch. <laughs> that might be a, that might be a Haley throwdown shirt one day. <laughs> All right. So uh, the next bullying is our next one. Bullying. Uh, how is that an enemy of our tribe? What, what do you think how that would might be an enemy of our tribe, Ed? Bullying creates fear. Bullying creates not wanting to be involved in something, it, it makes that fear that I don't want to post because I'm going to get bullied by, you know, somebody else in the tribe, whether it be on our Facebook page or whether it be at work. Um, so you just keep your mouth shut and, you know, we go right back. Silence. Silence is dangerous, right? And ineffective communication. So bullying can make you not want to do something, you know, 
so yeah, that, that would really hurt the influencer and it would hurt, you know, our tribe. And we want everybody to be involved, but yet this person's been bullied and now they're sitting over here and they're being quiet. And because they're not communicating, we don't understand that they're being bullied and we can't help them uh, to feel like part of the tribe again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I would definitely take it as different steps. So a little bit further, not different, but a little bit further is, you know, you and I, we harass each other, but we have a good time about it. If I said, hey, listen, Ed, I just don't feel comfortable with you treating me like this or that, you, knowing the person you are, you would back off because you know, hey, wait a second. Oh, maybe I did something wrong. So I would have communicated. I wouldn't have been lazy. And I would have told you about that. And in turn, you would have reacted. In in any case, that's how it should be. Now, are those those times where somebody says, hey, uh, I don't feel comfortable with this. Uh, would you please stop? And well, they just continue on. And that's that right there. That's what kills tribes. You know, whether it be let's let's say whether it be at a high school, high school kids or, or, or middle school, middle school kids like that's a big thing with them, you know, or whether it be coworkers at an organization. You know, it doesn't matter. Bullying will kill the tribe because all of a sudden now you have what you talked about earlier, a common enemy. You know, we're talking about common enemies of this tribe. Well, now you create a common enemy and then that tribe no longer wants to include that person or wants to uh, continue working towards the common goal. All right. So let's talk about procrastination and how procrastination is a common enemy to the instinctive influencer tribe. What do you got, Ed? I know you you, you had a big comment <laughs> earlier. Well, I'm just such a procrastinator. I wait to the last second for things, but um and it really so i don't wait it's weird i wait for the last second depending schoolwork i wait till the last second I, i'm usually my stuff's due on sunday at midnight eastern and i'm usually turning it in on sunday at about 8 p.m um but th- that's just been a thing with school but other things in my life i'm not as bad about procrastination but the if you hesitate you put it off and put it off and put it off and then murphy comes up and you don't do whatever it is, then, you know, you're hurting your tribe because your tribe may be relying on you. Um, let's say we're having a, a Christmas party or, or a holiday party, right? And our tribe is going to get together and I'm relying on you for the music and you decide, well, I'll just download it from iTunes. Right. And I'll mm-hmm. do that on, I'll do it the day of the party. And your internet's gone. Your internet's out that day for some reason. Well, now you can't download it. Now we're waiting on you. We're relying on you for music. Now you got to try to think of a different way. Now you're running around. You're sweating. You got your heart rate and your blood pressure up because you're trying to figure out how am I going to get some music for this party because you put it off to the last second. So procrastination definitely could hurt a tribe. Oh, yeah. And it creates stress, unwanted stress. Procrastination in, in a sense, uh, for instance, let's say uh, we put out a new uh, discussion post this week. And for some reason, you don't participate in it because you put it off. You say, oh, I'll just, you know, they said, hey, let's try to get posts by uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Well, you didn't post and it's Saturday. You maybe what if something that you had to say was that important? That if somebody could have took that and used it in their own life and it could have helped them. So why not set that deadline? So if we say, hey, uh, let's try to get all the posts done and reply back by post done by Wednesday or Thursday, reply back by Friday or Saturday. So you set yourself a deadline. Um, I know I do it. Uh, I actually keep a, on my phone. I keep a calendar that because. Could could we get busy? Absolutely. Um, I've posted at the last minute on a Wednesday, but or what I felt like was the last minute because I allowed myself to get busy. But then my reminder went off and it said, hey, don't forget to do this. Well, absolutely. I need to do that because I want to make sure I'm helping those around me. So procrastination, it's not just for you or to prevent you, but it's for your, it can also be, it can affect your tribe. And let's talk about tr- maybe your tribe at work. If you're procrastinating on a project at work, and or somebody within your tribe there is that's going to affect everybody within that within that setting because now somebody may have to either make what if you get sick now somebody has to fix all or make up all the stuff that you didn't do so procrastination really hurts the tribe Um, let's do the final one uh, before we start closing this show down it's being entitled being entitled (laughs) can really hurt the instinctive influencer drive i heard a snicker why just the whole being entitled thing, I, I just I struggle 
uh, I struggle with it. Like, um, we, you're welcome. What do I owe you? Do I owe you influence? No, you absolutely do not owe me influence. Uh, <laughs> you know, and that's that's the problem. Like, uh, I just don't understand. I know what entitled is. I know it's an enemy of the instinctive influencer. I don't understand how 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 you can be in, think you're entitled to uh, uh, influence, and entitled in general is just entitled in general is just blows my mind. I don't. I, I don't understand how you think you're entitled to anything, but especially influence. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, uh, I do a lot of listening to other podcasts and other uh, motivational speakers and whatnot. And, um, so one of the ones I, one of the guys I listen to and listen, if you listen to him, prepare yourself. Now he has some salty language, but it's the message that counts. But Gary Fannerchuk, uh, that guy is on point when he talks about being entitled and he, he's like, why are people whining and crying? Um, now what I, I don't see this within our instinctive influencer group. I've not seen such a thing in any of the posts or any of the, I've actually seen a lot of support. I've, I'm telling you like some of the people, they don't know the other people within our group, but they're commenting and they're supporting. They're not, and no one's feeling entitled here. Um, but that's the whole thing is if you're entitled within a group, other people are going to want to, they'll resent you. Or they won't want to work with you because you're just like, oh, he just, he thinks, or she thinks, he or she thinks that it's just owed to them. Well, entitlement does nothing for the group. Instead, it's what have you done to make things better? What are you doing to go and get what you want? And that's what Gary talks about. Gary Vanderchuk, uh, he's got, he's got all kinds. Of, I love his YouTube videos, but he talks all the time. He's like, stop whining and crying. Don't feel like it's owed to you. You go work for it. You know, um, this, like, for instance, this podcast, neither one of us thought that it was owed to us that we have followers, listeners, or that somebody does it for us. Uh, he and I both spent countless hours working on this show to provide content for others to use, um, and also to be used for our community page. At no point have we ever felt like we're entitled to, you know, popularity or something like that. That's not what we want from it. We want to send a message, and that's it. So, uh, do you have anything else about entitled? Yeah, no. So here's here's my thoughts on entitlement. Nobody owes you anything. Get up, dust yourself off, and get after it. That's how you get what you what you want. It's not going to be handed to, you. and if it is handed to you, does it feel the same? You know what I mean? Like it really doesn't feel the same if somebody just hands you everything. So get up, get after it. That's how you handle an entitlement. Yeah, that sounds like a common message also by Jocko when we listen to his stuff too. Like it's yeah, it's just I mean, and, and I I think it's I think that's a growing trend where people are identifying it and they're like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? So but let's uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna run through those six key points for how you can create your own tribe of influence or just your own tribe. All right. So you need to think about these things. So number one, know the point of having the tribe and what you represent. Number two, find others with the same desire. Reach out. You may have different capabilities. Number three, learn from one another. Lifelong learning is key. Learn mm, from one another. Absolutely. Yeah. Number four, be consistent in the group message or vision and create an environment of constructive feedback that supports the tribe. Tribal support, always. Number five, entice all members to help the tribe grow. Growth within a tribe makes a stronger tribe. And number six, all tribes have a common enemy. Find out what that enemy is so you can stop that enemy from attacking from all sides. With that, we thank you so very much. Uh, this this uh, this particular uh, show, I've had it on my mind for a while, and I've talked to it uh, with Ed about it. But to me, tribal influence is very important. Uh, it's important for our instinctive influencer tribe, but also just so people understand what it is. I've given you a few assignments throughout the show, but what I want to hear about is you and your tribe. What's going on with you and your tribe? What type of tribes are you a part of? That's the question of this uh, show. What type of tribes are you part of? 
What do you got, Ed? Anything less for the listeners? I was honestly sitting here starting to think about my response to what type of tribes am I a part of. Uh, I think the listeners are going to find it when you, if you really sit down and, and think about it. You're a part of a lot of tribes, and you fill very uh, different roles. Some tribes you may be in a leadership, you know, the leader, and some parts tribes you're just part of the community. But there's nothing wrong with either one of those roles. It's understanding those roles and how you can have an influence and an impact through those roles. Yeah. I would tell you, if you're not, if you feel like you're not a part of a tribe, we welcome you to be a part of our tribe because we love having more part more being a part of our tribe. So if you go to Facebook search bar one zero one influence, go in there and visit our group. Answer the questions, become a part of this tribe because your opinion does matter with us. And we love to hear from you. Uh, with that, also remember we have Twitter. We have, uh, you know, we have the Facebook page. We also have Instagram. We also LinkedIn. Check us both out on LinkedIn, and then we also have our website, instinctiveinfluencers.com. With that, I have nothing else. Ed, you ready to end this? I think I'm ready. All right. Well, I am Brian, and I am Ed, and this has been the Instinctive Influencer Podcast. Thank you very much. Have a good day.